This is the weekly sales meeting for August 27th, 2023. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic, where is the power in sales conversations? In American football, the offensive line handles blocking. There are two types. There's run blocking and pass blocking. Pass blocking is the technique used to protect the quarterback from being sacked or hit by the defense. The goal of pass blocking is to create space for the quarterback, giving him time to throw the ball to a receiver. Pass blocking is all about leverage. It requires balance and understanding of one's own position and how to use that position to gain an advantage over the opponent. Offensive linemen seek to gain and maintain that positional advantage over a defensive player. They do so with each play, and even more so in pass blocking. It involves using body position. It involves footwork and hand placement, all to control the defender's movement, with the end goal of preventing them from getting to the quarterback. To create this leverage, offensive linemen must begin in a proper stance. This is one with their feet shoulder-wide apart, knees bent, and with even weight distribution. Their arms should be extended with their hands up, ready to engage with the defensive player. They must use quick, precise footwork, all to maintain a position between the quarterback and the defensive player. The linemen must be able to move forward, backward, and side to side with ease. They are allowed to place their hands on the defensive player's chest or shoulders. This will push them away from the quarterback. The hands should be kept inside the defender's arms to maintain leverage. This placement must be in alignment with hip and shoulder positioning. The offensive lineman keeps their hips and shoulders square to the line of scrimmage. This is about maintaining balance. This prevents the defensive player from getting around them. Finally, they have to communicate with each other. They must work together as a unit to protect their quarterback. Successful pass blocking requires a combination of technique, footwork, and communication. This is combined with strength and agility. Sounds like a sales parallel to me. In sales conversations, leverage is also important. The source of power in selling lies in our ability to influence the other party's decision-making process. This influence can come from various sources. It could be the salesperson's expertise and knowledge. It could be the quality of the product or service being sold. It may hinge on the salesperson's reputation or the salesperson's ability to build rapport and establish trust with the customer. Ultimately, the source of power in a sales conversation comes from the salesperson's ability to persuade the customer to take the desired action, whether it's to make a purchase or to sign a contract or take some other form of action that benefits the salesperson's organization. The more effective the salesperson is at building relationships, identifying the customer's needs, and addressing their concerns, the more influence or leverage they can have in the sales conversation. And this is the source of power. But the power can transfer. The power can shift back and forth between the speakers. This depends on various factors, such as the topic being discussed. It will depend on the context of the conversation and the personality and communication style of the participants. One area where that control can shift is based on who is asking the questions. When one person asks questions, they are controlling the conversation. They direct the focus and content. The other person may become more passive and respond to the questions being asked. When asking questions, be mindful of the other person. Pay attention to clues and signals. Observe both verbal and nonverbal clues. Watch out for interruptions. When one person interrupts the other, they are retaking control of the conversation. They are breaking the other person's train of thought. They are steering it in a new direction. 
One of the soft skills of the sales profession is empathy. While it can be a learned behavior, it does not come as a natural act to those who want to be in control. Empathy, by nature, is an act of relinquishing control of the conversation. It is a calculated act of demonstrating understanding, as if you physically got up and walked to the other side of the table. You are validating the other person's feelings and perspective. When you are used to being in control of most things, it is a difficult skill to master. I have taken all kinds of personality traits and skills tests. All of them indicate that I am deficient in creating an empathetic space, so I have to work at it. I have to remind myself to pay attention to signs and clues from my prospects and customers. With some twist of irony, those tests say that I have a high degree of empathy. My issue is I don't lead with it. I lead with my strengths. I take the expert's position. This is the informational position of authority. When one person provides information, they are taking control of the conversation. Their goal is to teach or educate the other person. They are directing the conversation in a particular way. The other thing I will do is be animated. Enthusiasm sells. When you believe in what you sell, beyond a shadow of a doubt, you can transfer that enthusiasm. And while that is often driven by tone and inflection, body language can be another strong indicator of power dynamics. A person who is standing tall may be perceived as having more power than someone who is slouching. A person who is making direct eye contact may be perceived as having more power than someone who is avoiding it. This is easy to do when you believe in yourself and your product. It is harder when you do not. Be aware of power dynamics in your conversations. While you should strive to maintain a balance of power, you are looking to tip the scales in your favor. Achieve this through active listening. Listening to understand rather than respond. It will show you respect the other person's position. You will want to avoid behaviors that can be perceived as dominating or dismissive. This happens when one person disregards or minimizes the feelings of another person. Dismissive behavior can take many forms. If you have teenagers, you might recognize some of these actions. Interrupting you, ignoring you, rolling one's eyes, cutting people off, belittling someone's accomplishments or ideas, refusing to hear them out, or stereotyping or passing judgment on someone without evidence. All will fall into this trap. Dismissive behavior can be harmful and damaging to relationships. It can create feelings of frustration, disrespect, and resentment. It can also contribute to misunderstandings as a result of poor communication. If you find yourself doing this, take steps to change it. Start with active listening and engagement. Ask for clarification. Show a degree of empathy, acknowledging the value of the other person's perspectives. Remember, every person has something valuable to offer. Dismissing or ignoring others can prevent you from learning. There is always something you can learn. The key to having successful sales conversations is having each member walk away with a feeling of value. We are aiming to create open dialogue partnerships, even with vendor-based conversations. It is a way to use leverage to create influence. Creating influence involves building credibility and trust with others. It is having the ability to persuade or inspire them to take action. As we have established, no one woke up this morning thinking about the idea of how much they were going to buy from you today.
Leverage in a sales conversation is more like influence. The more influence you create, the more leverage you have. My method is using the expert's position. By establishing that level of expertise, it exudes confidence. It lets your customers know that they are in good hands when they work with you. You know the latest information. You know how things work. And you will create the best strategic partnership for everyone to benefit. It requires you to be the authentic you. You can't fake this. Be true to what you believe. Communicate those beliefs in an effective manner. Make it clear and concise. Make it so it is not only understood, but incapable of being misunderstood. This is how you build lasting relationships. To do so, you have to be interested in someone else's story. Be genuine, but be interested. Everyone has a story. Will you be willing to listen long enough to understand and acknowledge it? I often joke about the communication business, saying the people in it struggle with the action. The truth is everyone struggles to communicate, but it is ironic when it happens to those that profess to do it for a living. Develop your communication skills. Learn to express your ideas in a clear, concise, and persuasive manner. This will help you to connect with others and inspire them to take action. Part of being in a sales role is being in a leadership position regardless of your title. Your role is to lead people to your solutions. You can only do this when you live what you profess. It is a lead-by-example position. If you want honesty from your prospects, you must deal with them in kind. Be a role model. Live the values and principles that you espouse. This will help to build trust and credibility with others. Be proactive. Don't wait for things to come to you. If you wait, they're not coming. Take the initiative to create change. This can involve taking risks, being innovative, and challenging the status quo. While you cannot wait, you have to balance that with patience. Building influence takes time and effort. Be patient and persistent. Focus on the long-term goals. Play the long game. As I tell my prospects and clients, I want to work with you for the rest of your natural-born life. If I should ever fall short and not deliver on what we agreed to, I will expect you to fire me. That is a long-term contract of accountability. Make sure your communication style is clear. A clear, concise message is more likely to be understood and remembered. Avoid using jargon or technical language that may confuse or alienate your audience. People are more likely to be persuaded if the message is consistent with their existing beliefs and values. One of the value judgments they are making is, do I like this person? Do I trust this person? Part of that is finding common ground. From there, you can build your case. That leads to the use of social proof or peer validation. People are more likely to be persuaded if they see others are already doing it. This is where the use of testimonials, case studies, and best practices can back up your claims. All that is backed up by the expert's authority you established at the get-go. Leverage is not about tricking people. Persuasion is not about manipulating people. People want to feel good about the choices they make. When we can present a compelling argument that aligns with their values and interests, we can both win. We can use the power of persuasion, but it must be combined with ethics and responsibility. Then you can achieve your goals and build stronger relationships with others. Be authentic. Communicate with precision. Build rapport and establish equal footing. Bring value to the table, but not at the expense of you or your company. Be true to your word and reliable. If you say it, 
do it. Maintain regular contact. Establish what that will be on the first call. The first meeting can set the stage for success. If a conflict arises, resolve it. Do that with speed and urgency. Make it easy to do business with you. Remember, building lasting business relationships takes time, effort, and patience. It requires a commitment to maintaining and nurturing these relationships over the long term. By focusing on these elements, you can build strong, lasting business relationships that benefit all parties. Like the offensive lineman, you will maintain your balance and your power in your sales conversations. My new book, 52 Weekly Sales Meetings, is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider ordering one or two. You can always send one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.